There we go. Stop, stop, stop. Phone. Fix. Yep, yep. Yep. Hang on. Hang on. All right, let me turn off Kurt Henning versus Jerry Lawler for the Northwest South Miami Dade County Championship of the Earth. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I just got a spam notification, uh, a spam text telling me that Sony is giving away PS5 units. Wow, click this that's link crazy. And, because and, they and, and they'll only they'll only just you know tag your location and kidnap your children and sell them into sex trafficking. Well, I mean, they're going to have to go to sex trafficking at some point. QAnon hasn't been wrong yet about anything, Jesse. It, 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 I mean, we are we are liberals, so I mean, it's what well, we do. We're, we're the elites. Uh, so, good morning, everyone. The, the elite. Oh, no, nothing that cool. I'm just talking about the <laughs> South Park episode, which, if you haven't seen, uh, the I, fact is it worth special. watching? It is. It's well done. Okay, because I, I heard the last one wasn't worth watching. The vaccination special was pretty good. Uh, it also bleeds into both what I learned this week and what's pissing me off. But we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Nuns and nuns of you, it is way too early yes. in the morning. I am the Sussman, Rick Sussman, joined seemingly as always, no matter what I do, by <laughs> the incomparable, the American, the dadass, Jesse Long. Jesse, try I as just, you might. I just saw Jerry Lawler hit one stone cold on Kurt Heading, which, if you don't know, is how <laughs> uh, Terry Funk would call stunners in the ring. He would, oh, total. <laughs> cold and then I'm gonna hit you with a second stone cold <laughs> anyway uh, on today's episode of team Hamifist presents one hour of us talking to each other uh, we will bring to you such uh, things as pro wrestling uh, local independent fighting which is why I'm promoting yes. the Russian bear here combat night uh, is tonight if you are in the greater Orlando area or have access to the internet you should be able to watch the most uh, recent combat night, which is tonight. Uh, there's a lot of jungle MMA fighters on there. They are paying me $0 cool. to promote them. In fact, I had to pay to buy the shirt. So I am, in, <laughs> I am, <laughs> I am promoting. It's, I, I think this is a pyramid scheme at this point. I'm not really sure. But <laughs> I got a lot how of many great times I can tell you. How many more takedowns until you hit double platinum senior vice president? <laughs> That's a real, I, that is a real uh, tier that of a pyramid scheme that my father-in-law was in. I, I think he hit it. He did oh. get the BMW ultimately, but yeah, double platinum senior vice president. That's a, that's reason, a real title. That, like Fortune 500 father. companies definitely have double platinum senior vice president. There's definitely a double platinum senior vice president in the WWE. Oh, absolutely. Um, but the reason why your father-in-law fell victim to stuff like that is growing up, he did not have to participate in those sell a cookie, get a cookie uh, things yeah. uh, that we all had to do in junior high and in high school where you'd go uh -huh. to somebody's house and you'd ask them for a donation of 50 bucks. And then three weeks later, you're like, yeah, as it turns out, I was wrong. You owe me 60 now or like 200 or something. I don't even know how that shit works. But if I like, if I read eight books, I had to make my neighbors pay me extra money or some shit. It was so dumb. 
I had, we had like the, all, all I remember is the fundraisers, you know, like if you buy this random, if you buy a fucking summer sausage and you, but if you sell like 10, if you sell like eight things out of the catalog, you get like a fucking pen with a koosh ball on it. Like that was, yeah. you know, yeah, and, that, yeah. And that's, well, that coupled with the idea of going, you know, we also learned at a very young age that if you spend $80 at Chuck E. Cheese, you can get a pen. So, but you yeah, paid for exactly. pen with tickets. So really you paid $80 to play all the games at Chuck E. Cheese. And then yeah. depending on how many games you played, you might've earned enough to get a pen, uh, a, a cup, a mug, or if you paid like seven grand, you could get a sweet bike. That was, you know, did you, did you know that you could actually pay the difference in cash now? If of course. The, it, because if you, if, you, if you only have so many tickets, you can totally just pay the difference in cash. It's not, it's not, it wasn't an unreasonable thing. I do, I think it was my kid only had like so many, t- they were like, they were right, they were right fucking there. I'm not talking like they had 200 tickets and they wanted something that cost 40,000 tickets. I mean, it was like, you know, they, it cost like 3,000 tickets and they had like 2,000 some odd. So it wasn't Jesse, I, an outrageous I thing. Remind but, you again how money works. No matter how uh, much they they paid out of pocket, they already yeah. paid exorbitant amounts of money to play the stupid games, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I know. Actually, it's better. It's a lot better now. Um, they they uh, well, I mean, I'm not going to fucking Chuck E. Cheese right now, but um, they they changed it to now you can pay for like a certain amount of time, and uh, then you can. And then you can just fucking spam the games as much as you fucking want. Which, so, like, instead of, you can either pay for this number of plays or you can pay for, like, an hour or two hours or whatever. And you, and you can just hit the fucking ticket, at, ticket machines to get as much as you want. So. The last uh, time I left my house was actually to go hang out uh, a year ago. With uh, our uh, unofficial official third uh, team member, David Bailey. And we went yes. to the Orlando Eye area, which has like a mm. random arcade in it that is sort of like a grown folks oh. Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, okay. But not a David Buster's, though. No, 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 no. This is very small. It's about the size of my living room, honestly. And it's just got oh. arcade shit in it. And you go in, and he and I, because, you know, he's, he's a circus guy. So he challenged yeah. me to a bunch of carny ass bullshit games, and lo and behold, he <laughs> whooped my ass. He knew how to throw the rings on it. He could ski ball like a son of a bitch. I hate that guy. Uh, uh, but we then went and brought our tickets to the front counter, and they were like, "Oh, uh, well, uh, you guys can get." I got one of those cool ass combs that press the button and it comes out with a comb. I always wanted that. Oh, a, a switchblade comb. Switchblade comb. 12-year-old oh, Rick. Oh, dude, you were going to be so cool in middle school. Switchblade comb. Yeah, it was a big deal. <laughs> it was a big deal. It's like, oh, I got a switchblade comb. I just comb. got an unsolicited text message from some random uh, first name bunch of numbers that just said, drive around with our logo on your vehicle and we'll pay you $500. I'm going to need to look into that because okay, I'm going to give yeah, you a head I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like I, so part of like I, I mean, it's it's a big frog owner's thing to have to yeah. wrap your car in a big frog design. Um, but I'm gonna tell you right now, if big frog wanted to pay me to wrap my little shit box in a big frog design. I'm a fucking do it. Here's the thing: it wouldn't even need to be a lot of money. It would just need to be consistent. So Rick, we want to yeah. put this logo on your car. 
And for this logo, we'll just pay, you know, here's a gas card. It's got $200 on it and you can just fill it up. And when it, when it's uh, down to like 110, we'll put another 200 on it. Like you got a fucking deal. What do you want me to say about my car? You got, no, Giant, those yeah. are delicious. Absolutely. Put that on the hood. Put an arrow pointing to my face. You got it. We are good to go. <laughs> your giant delicious dildo. I already, I already have the gif of you going like. <laughs> so it's just gonna be. <laughs> I feel like if there was ever the the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network video game, that would be your emote. You know, just you hit the button and it just. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm going to call for. that dance the Rick. The Rick. It's the Rick dance. There already is a Rick dance, but that's entirely different. All right, Jesse Long. It is now time for us to begin the show properly. So mm. let us both take a sip of coffee. Yes. I'm actually almost done already. Now, I know you are because you don't know how to do anything just a little bit at a time, which is really kind of an explanation for all Three kids. kids. Get into so many jokes. At any rate... <laughs> Tell me overinflated current uh, WWE product uh, uh, member uh, Daniel Bryan uh, lookalike. How are you today on this, the 13th of the March, on the year of our Lord, 2021? How am I? How's Daniel Fryan doing? I was, I'm, well, I'm doing fine, sir. Stuff Daniel Bryan, I guess. You know, like double yeah. stuffed Daniel Bryan. <laughs> double stuffed Daniel Bryan. There's God so much stuff. In the, middle, in the middle of this Daniel Bryan. Uh, Look at this Daniel. Uh, it's so full. We should get Gotch to hang out with you because Gotch was trained by Bryan so that he true. could be like, yeah, this guy's like Daniel Bryan, except that Daniel Bryan was as wide as he was tall. So there you go. I, the, the, does he drink? <laughs> Gotch? Yeah. Well, after hanging out with you, he certainly was. I was going to say, we gotta get him like get him stupid shit face drunk and try to convince him that I am Daniel Bryan. It's just... And that we're just training again. Hit the ropes, gots. I'm trying to get it would be hit the ro- hit the ropes, Ryan. Anyway, um, yeah, there we go. I'm trying to get my like I've got my phone on the selfie stick. So you got you got a good you got a good, is it got all right? a good spot. Yeah, yeah it's good. Like sliding a little. I don't know. All right. So Jesse Long, I read over our uh, oh oh they did a, they already did their first dusty finish in the uh, oh and Kurt Henning mildly punched the ref. They restarted <laughs> the match. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Jerry pulled Kurt Henning's underwear down. You got to see Henning's bare ass, and and that's how they got the three count. So, is this at like? Wrestling. Is this at some rando indie show? I guess, man. I mean, it's on oh, the Pluto yeah. Channel Network. There's now a tampon commercial in front of me. Anyway, oh, there we go. Welcome to the show proper, Jesse. You had said we needed to start the show that with the following quote: "There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom." care to speak on that jesse uh this just uh that's my favorite meme that's come out of the uh the 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 the, the finish to the exploding barbed wire death match yeah. um i just figured and, and my favorite meme is that yeah it's been the where's the earth shattering kaboom um i thought that was in reference to QAnon uh saying that on march <laughs> the president was going to get reelected or some horse shit. Or yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm definitely waiting for, for Trump to just, just, he's going to ride in on a, his fucking, you know, al- alabaster carriage and just, and, and just walk up to Biden and shoot him in the head. And then he's just, he's just president again. 
Like that's how it works. works. That's how democracy works. You shoot the guy in the head. As long as you're wearing uh, an alabaster suit with cowboy hat and have a tin star, you are then president. You have to meet all those. That that, very important. Just you have you have to look like the the bad guy from Dukes of Hazard. I can't. Right. If you're not boss hog, it doesn't count. It is important. Yeah. Or maybe it's like the Highlander. You got to cut their head off. There can only be one. I don't. I don't know much about politics anymore, but that could be it. At any rate, uh, what our earth-shattering kaboom is in reference to was for 18 years they built up this giant and earth-shattering ending match that uh, uh, Kenny Omega and uh, John Moxley were going to have a finish to their blood feud. Ha! Ha! WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, and that bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That big Kenny was going to kill John Moxley dead. He was going to literally, he was li- literally going to make a bastard of Renee Young's child. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. and that was on the t-shirt. That, to do that, there was supposed to be a big, uh, ring explosion. And apparently, uh, well, not apparently we all saw it happen. Uh, or we see gifts of it. What went up was <laughs> essentially sparklers. Uh, and yeah. a little bit of, and, uh, yeah. on the one hand, I understand why people are upset because everything else about the match went off without a hitch, including the planned explosions. Yeah, Those it all was, worked great. It was a good match. The rest of the match honestly was really quite, as far as like, in terms of like a hardcore match, when you have like two of the top wrestlers in the world having a hardcore match, it was really good. And there were some like, uh, you know, clever spots in it. And I'm, uh, I'm sorry, the, you know, the, like, the, sorry. the commercial has ended and now I'm watching Dusty Rhodes take on Terry Funk and Terry Funk was holding up half of a chair. Uh, oh, and Abdullah the Butcher is there. This is Extreme Legends. Oh, okay. There we go. Oh. Anyway, so yeah, the, the wrestling ring did not uh, explode. So like, you know, there, was, there was some, yeah. I was saying there was some, inve- there was some like clever, you know, actually like well thought out stuff you know like kenny hit john with the one wing angel and nobody's ever kicked out of the one wing angel and john didn't but what he did was he he he, instead of getting a rope break he just sort of he kicks the rope to trigger the fucking explosion on the rope and and so it made kenny you know break the pin so he still you know it still protects the move it's still you know the, the the match was very well done and and Eddie coming out at the end. Oh, sorry. Just real quick. Why are we protecting a Mishinoku driver so much? (laughs) It really is just sort of like a a glorified Mishinoku driver. It's a slightly higher Mishinoku driver. And depending on how much air you get on the Mishinoku driver, it's actually less than a Mishinoku driver. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I never really thought about it like that. I never really thought about the fact that Kenny's finisher is just a Mishinoku driver. I mean... It still looks cool. <laughs> oh, sure. The, I, I think, yeah. I, I forget who said this, but like, I, it might have been Foley. Some guys' moves look terrible and hurt like hell, and other guys' moves look amazing and don't hurt at all. And Oh, yeah, one, I'm sure that One Wing Angel is just like a nice little, it's just a, it's just a little, just a little boom. You know, obviously all, all moves hurt, but, you know, I'm sure that one probably doesn't hurt that well, too terribly much, unless you slip and hit your neck. Yeah, well, then you're just a bushy. At any rate, uh, yes, we must protect the one-winged yeah. angel at all costs. And uh, no matter what happens, yeah. uh, you cannot kick out of it because... Well, 
I mean, I it's it's I think it's 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 wonderfully building up to you know Adam Page actually kicking out of it, and then it is a big moment, which would be which will be a fun moment, you know, in six ten months, however long, <laughs> whatever kind of how how long of a long game AEW actually intends to run with it. But but all of this is notwithstanding the single fact that at the end there was supposed to be a countdown and then the ring blew up and then it didn't and then there was backlash and then as the internet yeah. tends to do, there was backlash to the backlash and then ultimately there was backlash to the backlash of the backlash, which I can tell uh-huh. you a hundred times happens all the time. This is just what happens yeah, on it, the internet. Yeah, it was just a hundred percent. You know, just the internet doing what it does, fandom doing what it does, finding a thing to be upset about, and yes. then just writing it until its corpse is just a just dirt. Watching but, a tooth of the butcher use a fork on Dusty Rhodes and Terry Funk. And this is, it's like watching it's like watching a really shitty version of the Three Stooges. It's so bad. I can't stop watching it. I urge you. I think this is 3PW, actually. I don't even know what this is. It's just on Pluto TV right now. Terry Funk has been busted open because we're two minutes into the match. Of course. Abdullah the Butcher has a fork (laughs) and is using the fork on everyone. And, of course, he's old Abby now, so he does these little mincing steps because... He is the proverbial orange on toothpicks at this point. I cannot stop watching yeah. this. This is unquestionably <laughs> one of the most terrible things I've ever seen. And it is enthralling. <laughs> Dusty is now busted open because forks. Um, anyway, this yeah. match is much more entertaining. Is <laughs> much more entertaining than half of the AEW card because I'm tired of watching guys kick out of finishers. It's just, ah, it's the, I miss, That's this is no more. No more kicking out of finishers. Hit one move, call it a day, enough. I'm sorry, Johnny Gargano, <laughs> your entire premise of wrestling is over with. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's not allowed to slap his leg anymore either. Yeah, I mean, well, he never but, slapped his leg. The reason why I hated Johnny Gargano and still do, and by the way, it turns out I was right. Ha! Uh, yeah. Is he didn't slap his leg. When it came time for him to take a bump, he would go, just real quick. You would see him go like this. So his sleight of hand was not, it was, and ever since I saw that or had somebody point it out to me, I just, Ah. well, it's like, that's how you do it. You take the bump and you clap. (laughs) Make it clap. But it's just you sit, you get hit so hard, your hands have no choice but you you just your hands flail together and ah. Maybe everybody was always just a really big Brody Lee fan, no matter what, and they were just trying to do this the whole time, but it never. Quite oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that, that's I know funny. every fight I've ever been in, I get I, I get hit and then just. Yeah, and then rings explode out of you like Sonic. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and then they hang them up over the ring at, at Revolution. Yeah, and then you grab And then you become super-powered, and you turn gold. Yeah. But, oh, now everybody's hitting each other very delicately with chairs. Very delicate <laughs> chair shot, very oh, delicate if chair if There's shot. one thing I hate is the old man, old man light chair shots. <laughs> Yo, so now that back? now that Scorpio Sky has the has the big ring next, he right. has to get a Chaos Emerald. That's and right. Then, right. And then yeah, 
And, and then once yeah. you collect six of them, you snap, and then half the titles in the universe go away. And that's there we go. Yeah. And then and then Scorpio Sky will hunt down Jim Carrey. <laughs> so after all is said and done, uh, AEW had a really great uh, pay per view that was marred by one very unfortunate botch. But also, yeah. And if I could be honest here, oh well. Yeah, I. I, I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, yeah, shit happens. I, I'm not going to – this doesn't make on, me go, well, I'm never watching that again. They carried on the storyline. They explained in yeah. storyline why um, Eddie, Tor- uh, Eddie Torres – I'm sorry, yeah. Eddie Kingston passed out because he – yeah. his brain couldn't handle the fact that he had come to terms with his longtime enemy friend and tried to save his yeah. life, and then – Basically, the adrenaline rush caused him to pass out. I love that. That is yeah. That is yeah. Incredible. And it's like he's like I had. He was basically like I had PTSD from when I was in jail or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And no, you know, was, and it, 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 you have to explain it away. You have to explain why one of the best motherfuckers in the world fell over off of a boom. Be and and I feel bad for Eddie because he couldn't see how botched the explosion was. Well, so he sure. still and so he carried on. And he had to sell it like death. Um. At, real and, quick, you know, real, real quick, is pro wrestling actually real? While I'm watching Terry Funk hit Abdullah the Butcher in the dick six times in a row, by the way, before Abdullah sold it and fell down. Well, I'm not kidding. I think the, the lo- that's a loaded question, to be perfectly honest, because no, obviously it's not. But for some people, it a hundred fucking percent is. It, and and, and I, I mean, for some people in the business, it is. Yeah, I know, I know. And and look, nobody wants to botch. Nobody wants the end of a pay-per-view that went so perfectly to end so pathetically. But at the yeah. end of the day, like, did you want to see a man die? Was that the whole point? Like, I No, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yes, the explosion could have, they could have done something to make, the the the, pi- the you know they could have done more pyro and ballyhoo to make it look more devastating if there had been more smoke or something and then something uh, but yeah i what did what did they expect john moxley to literally be physically injured so you know i i get that the the, the point was to write him off tv so he can go have a kid but it, sorry like why don't, I don't know what you want. Our, why and... don't we all put our minds together for a second and just imagine that a uh, scoop slam is the most devastating move in pro wrestling uh, and uh, move on with life. Mm-hmm. And he was scoop slammed into a... the yeah. man took the man took the most devastating finisher in pro wrestling on a chair. Shouldn't that have been enough to lay him out yeah. for a couple of weeks? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, this is and this is also through diving back first off the apron into barbed wire, you know, and, you know, and so, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Moving two, on. Two big signings uh, in the world of uh, all elite American style wrestling. And that was uh, uh, the large, the large program and uh, the uh, Judeo-Christian. TNA's box. Christian Cage. Oh, <laughs> right, that's better. I like yours better. I like your TNA's Christian yeah. Cage yeah. coming out of retirement after 14 <laughs> years and uh, signing with AEW. And uh, hey, all right. Now, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with it. Um, it's, I'm, I find it hilarious that the big show is going to be, I, I will, you know, the big show definitely did sort of feel like this sort of like, wow, well, holy fuck. Like, cause he just seemed like a WWE lifer. Yeah. Um, and the idea of, you know, I, I guess he really, really likes TNT. He's just having nostalgia for being on TNT. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel, I, I feel like they didn't make like that. That should have been the big deal that they made that. Uh, it, 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 it is not a podcast filmed at Rick's house unless the camera goes. Uh, but yeah, I know I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. It should have been a bigger deal yeah. about big show jumping ship because you just sort of expected him to always be in WWE. But I, I yeah. conjecture that the same can be said about Christian leaving as well. Ultimately, though, doing this back-to-back is, to me, very, oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 yeah it seems odd. I don't know. The big show teasing Christian Cage's signing feels kind of just, like, weird. That, that part just doesn't, like, it just feels very deus ex machina. It's just like, okay, all right, like, we got it. We got to announce something to announce something. I, I, Christian jumping doesn't surprise me because he's already jumped once before, um, and, and I, I heard it on another podcast and there, the, is that basically no, Vince doesn't like Christian. He never yes. did. And he never, well, no, and that. he never will. And Captain Blue God. Yeah. And he, so there's always going to be, there was always going to be this glass ceiling for, for Christian in WWE. Like he, his, his close association with edge does the wonders for him but i think he realized that you know if he if he's in wwe he will always be marty Jannetty, and he has an opportunity you know and and if he and if edge isn't there if edge is somewhere else he has an opportunity to you know raise his star power now if he wants no him doing that at damn near 50 but whatever if you know dude can still that's go my, and if he wants to go question. that's yeah. my question I, I love, you know, Jericho being the first AEW champion and they gave the belt some validity right off the bat, but they moved the belt off of him relatively quickly, comparatively. He had a mm-hmm. good run and he hasn't yeah, won he had the a belt. Run. Yeah, hasn't won the belt back. Yeah. Dusty just did Abdullah the Butcher with his boot. Took his shoe off, hit him in the face with his actual shoe. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he when, does, when does he ta- when does he hit when does he choke Abdullah with the ball sling that David told us about? Hasn't happened yet, uh, but I'm sure that's the finish. <laughs> give it, give it time, give it time. Um, but why we're going full so Broadway on this match. I want to see how long this match, if this match is going to make it the entire length of our podcast. It feels that way. Why are we so concerned about fifty-year-old men jumping ship? To me, that's not jumping ship. That's just hey, everybody. I'd still like to be part of the wrestling industry. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, my big my big issue my big issue is everyone's like, well, it's such a TNA move. Well, they just keep on signing W X WWE guys. But okay, AEW's been around for three years or less than three years. Who the hell else are they supposed to sign? They there are there are if you're trying to build a company, you can only use so many you know unknown indie guys. As much as I love Jack Evans. 
you, or okay, maybe Jack Evans is a bad example because he's been around for a long time. Wait, but I, if I, you, you, if you, you know, stop, stop. you're actually, you're, you're very close. You're very, very close. When they brought in the butcher and the blade, it was supposed to be a huge yeah. signing. It was supposed to be a big deal. Yeah. And everyone's like, who the fuck is the butcher and the blade? They're not on WWE yeah. TV. So AEW simply can't win for losing. If you bring in old WWE guys, yeah. oh, now you're just TNA. If you try and elevate new stars, Scorpio Sky, uh, the butcher and the blade, uh, help me out here. Who else yeah. is new? Because they're uh, uh, Bear Country. <sighs> um, Bear Country, yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, there's you know like yeah I don't I, I don't Marshall. think the flying yeah QT Marshall or you know the, the, any member any number of like these young guys that Cody's training and puts them in the nightmare family you know yeah. like I I, I, I not, nothing against the guy I, but you know Lee Johnson isn't moving the needle um so well, it, maybe, I, it, whether he he's could. a great wrestler or not maybe he, he could. could though. I, but but AEW, yeah. like AEW, according to AEW insiders and fans and all that, they simply can't win. You either sign Big Show, yeah. and that's a huge deal, and you sign Christian Cage, yeah. and that's a huge deal, or you don't sign those guys, and you just let them, I don't know, do whatever the hell they feel like. But AEW yeah. cannot well, win for losing. But, well, it, so I'm, I'm kind of... I'm remembering, I'm sort of flashing back to us doing the mock draft and I, this, I've heard this explained on other podcasts. And, you know, if you are running a wrestling company and the big show and Christian are now available to you, why not? Why, well, yeah. why not sign? And you're trying to make, you're trying to make a wrestling company that makes money. Right. Why not sign them? This is your fantasy league. And it just so happens that Tony Khan's fantasy league is real why not sign them well you know you can go you can go one step further when they brought sting in that was considered a gigantic get last i checked the stinger is not competing for the world championship right now he's also in his 60s he shouldn't be but yeah. he's he's relegated to essentially a sideshow attraction which if i'm honest he should be he shows up for, yeah. in this case, a pre-recorded match so they can hide the fact that he's, again, 60. The, the, and they let, yeah, they so let the most he can do is fucking hit somebody with a fork. And, you know, it... That match and, ended and, by and, the last man standing oh, match. Thank one. Christ. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, and I think they've done... Uh, now, I do think they did... They made a mistake in showing Sting every single week. And they ran the same segment where Sting tries to talk and Taz comes out and something happens. So they did, the, you know, the Sting got a little bit like, okay, it's Sting. The, the oh, fuck, it's Sting. There was definitely that big, huge, like, oh, my God, it's Sting. And the first time, and then it definitely wore off right away. But, you know, I like, it, I, I think they are doing just fine. Sting I, is Sting is never going to have a 30-minute full Broadway in the main event of an AEW pay-per-view against Kenny Omega for the AEW title. Uh, it's not going to happen. He is, he is a glorified manager who can bump. And it's, I, you know. What do you think, though, about the fact that Christian gets endless shit? Meanwhile, a guy who's older than him and has a far worse neck is currently in line for the main event of WrestleMania. Wait, who's I? Edge. 
Oh, Edge. Duh. Can't even. I'm. I'm so disinterested in WWE. I'm not even thinking. Um. Uh, yeah. I. I. I don't know, man. I. It's really weird, right? I, I don't. Like you've got. You've got yeah. Everyone it's really weird, and I. <clears throat> yeah, I don't begin to. I can't even begin to understand the machinations of the WWE at this point. I we mean, are now on to Jerry Lawler versus Terry Funk, and I'm considering opening my wrists. <laughs> that that's the gimmick of the match. Is it, that that's the that's the big gimmick of the match? Is you is you as the fan? If you can make it to the end of the match without killing yourself, you win. So they give everybody in the crowd razor blades, and they say, "Can you?" Can you make it to the end of the match? And if you make it to the end of the match, you get a t-shirt. <laughs> That's enough wrestling. It never goes anywhere. <laughs> yes. It never. No. Meanwhile. The, that, I feel like that's the, ta- that's, the sec- that's the secondary tagline of our shows. Wrestling. <laughs> Meanwhile, Disney Plus made itself very valuable for the last eight weeks, and now never again. <laughs> until, next well, week. until next week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. WandaVision had a nine? Ten? Nine? Yeah, ten? it was nine. It was nine. Nine episode run uh, in which everything on it was both a spoiler and had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I saw a clip of a uh, uh, of, um, uh, of review of the show, and every five seconds, he kept on throwing back to the clip of a pup uh, from a pup named Scooby Doo, and it was <laughs> it was red herring. Goddamn red herring all the time. It's it always lead, red herring. It, it does lead the following concern, though: um, mm. Are fan theories ever good? No, not once, never. No, I, I, I think, I think what is, what happened with WandaVision is that it is a victim of its own format. And I'm not saying they should have just blown it all out like in Netflix style. Um, but you have to wonder, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking if Stranger Things did a week by week thing and anytime there was a, a mystery on the show and you have a week to think about it and ponder on it, would it have, you know, would this same thing be happening now? Obviously a, you know, uh, using Evan Peters as a red herring is, it, you know, that, that is, you know, and I think Matt Shakeman, the create the producer of the show uh, has said he didn't mean for it to feel like a prank. Really? Okay. Sure. Um, no, it, but... it was, it was, it, when you look at it, I, I, I cite my wife here who actually called this on the nose. When you look at it from her perspective, it's actually brilliant. Hmm. Because to us, the viewing audience, we know that Evan Peters is Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. Mm-hmm. But there's literally no way that Wanda Maximoff could conceivably know that, right? Yeah. No, there's, it doesn't make any – they would have had to have gone through even more hoops – to explain away Wanda, who doesn't really have much control of her, I mean, unless they were going to try to explain that there's a, a, a deeper level of her powers that she's not even in control of, somehow gazing into the multiverse and plucks, Plucking, you know, uh, the other uh, yeah. Quicksilver. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And out of the out other, of the days of future past, you know, like it, it, that doesn't make sense. He's a guy named Ralph Boner. 
Um, yeah. And I, I know, and I've seen, and again, back to fan theories, I, you know, I've seen a fan theory saying that Ralph was the wit set guy that Jimmy was going to check on and that, you know, maybe he is actually Quicksilver after all, but oh <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but I'm not holding any water to that. Um, we also, that would be know, really cool. There was, there was a lot of, there's a lot of angry fanboyism that the big bad in the show turned out to be, um, Agnes, um, last name escapes me. Uh, uh, Agatha Harkins. Agatha Harkins. Thank you. Agatha Harkins. Yeah. Cousin to, uh, to Captain Jack. Yeah. Well, there you go. But she's a big character in Marvel ECU. I looked yeah. her up. Well, big character. That's, she's a, a tertiary, quadriary, synthesary, sethesary, zetesary. She's a dodecanary. 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 Nice. No. The, she is a dodecahedron level of hero villain. But yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, they are literally scraping that level of IP, and I, for one, think good. That's awesome. We also yeah. saw the, the the birth of White Vision, which White Vision yeah. uh, appeared in West Coast Avengers number forty five. Yeah. Now that book's worth eighty five dollars, even though it was printed in nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I'm, fi- I'm fine with MCU or the MCU scrape, you know, just, you know, to plucking rando D-list characters. Well, I mean, that's, that, that's been the entire MCU for, you know, 10 years now that, yeah. you know, they made a, they made a global franchise out of a tree and a raccoon, you know, it's, so I, I, I that, that's fine with me. Um, I think, and, you know, and I love the fact that apparently, uh, Agatha was, always going to be Catherine Hahn because she did an amazing fucking job. She was in terms of villains on a show. She was great. And I loved her. She was. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed the show. I, I think it was great. I loved the, it, the, the, the fact that it was, it had no genre. It was everywhere all at once. And it jumped from one thing to another, to another. And the, you know, it, it, it tackled grief in a wonderful way. And well, I, it, I, I, loved- I really enjoyed it. Yeah, when you look back on it, it does a great job of explaining the stages of grief. Um, Mm -hmm. It gave us two absolute gut-punch lines that will go down in history as some of the greatest writing of all time. And what is grief if not love enduring? And just because we keep saying goodbye doesn't mean we won't say hello again, which I can't even say that. I can can point the camera at my legs. I can't say that line without getting goosebumps – because I have literally oh, yeah, said no, these I, words, you know, to cats when we were putting them down. Like, I will find you mm-hmm. again. I promise you, I will yeah. find you. And it's one of those yeah, moments. I've, where- wa- I've watched the series twice now because uh, I watched it once with with Nikki as it came out. But then, and and we we were watching it like, is this appropriate for our kids? There were a couple jokes in the first episode we kind of glossed over because, like, I don't need my seven year old, you know, hearing jokes about like, oh, what about your seduction technique? So we skipped over that joke. But then the rest of the series is perfectly family friendly. Um, and so we rewatched it with the kids in the span of a few days. And goddamn, that, that shit, that is a, it is a gut punch. Just what, the, the ending of the series is genuinely one of those like beautiful, sad things. And I, I also fucking credit in the, all the, you know, give fucking Paul Bettany an award because he was amazing in this show. I, I, I I mean, I think, listen, I think the show was I've been, getting Paul, I've been demanding Paul Bettany get work since uh, uh, Night's Tale. I mean, he was On great. Tale. <laughs> He's been great since then. So, yeah, uh, 
it, it was a very well put together show. The first two episodes, I will go to my grave telling you are a pile of shit. I hated those first two episodes. <laughs> They're bad. But when you look at the first two episodes versus the grand scheme of the seven others, yeah. you understand that the first two episodes are intended to be shit. Because they are the yeah, first they're intended initial, to be that way. Yeah, they're the first initial stages of grief, which are denial. Yeah. And, you know, denial yeah. and, uh, um, what is it? Is it denial and then bargaining? Um, but bargaining. denial is the first two episodes unquestioned. And that's why yeah. nothing really happens. And it's just like, nope, everything's fine. There's nothing to be concerned with. There's mm-hmm. nothing yeah, going on. But, yeah, it's, it's the illusion not having any chips come i mean there are a couple there's a couple little dings in the in the armor but you know the yeah exactly it's a hundred percent denial it's a hundred percent beautiful idyllic you know every you know it, dick van dyke it's great everything's fine it's wonderful oh there's a walnut yeah no um, i i i enjoy it yeah this does set the stage to find out what mefesto and the winter mefesto will be all about I can't wait to see, uh, you know, how Taskmaster and uh, uh, White uh, Widow. And I'm trying to think of some really. Let me let me think about this for a second. Who is really low on the totem? Maybe Phantom X will show up. Oh my God, a Phantom X. <laughs> Phantom X. Phantom. X. Oh my God. Oh my God. If, that if some be... asshole just randomly gets the name Jean Philippe. You are going to hear me screaming an orgasm from across town. <laughs> just oh God. Uh, but yeah, like you, you know. <laughs> If somebody if somebody's just named Remy, am I going to start running through the streets or you know like what you know like what what happens? We're going drinking. What happens if they're like, have you heard from Eric? Oh, you know, like what 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 is what do we do there? Somebody named Charles shows up. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, oh God, yeah, yeah. I I, I think I, I I'm I'm wondering if the if uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to try to. If the red herring is that it's just going to be this regular degular MCU show where, you know, there's fights and there's there's comedy and, you know, and then some big fucking thing that just, you know, because on WandaVision, we were kind of expecting it. And that's kind of how, you know, Evan Peters, the the, 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 the Evan Peters thing happens. And I, I feel like there there might be something on Falcon and Winter Soldier that, you know, we're just going to be like, oh, that was a oh, that was a cool fight, you know, they're fighting on top of a truck, and then all of a sudden, boom, here's, you know, there's fucking Moon Knight or something, you know. I'm going to watch uh, uh, Falcon Arrow a lot, and uh, I'm going to enjoy it, <laughs> and I'm going to put almost no thought into it outside of one yeah. specific thing. Disney Plus has made itself incredibly beneficial for a very limited amount of time. You watch Disney Plus for mm-hmm. now Mandalorian, uh, WandaVision, and presumably uh, for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we don't know. And yeah. by, but, but the craziest thing about this is with just WandaVision, Disney Plus made itself the most important uh, broadcasting channel on yeah. Earth for 10 weeks, which is yeah. astonishing. Exactly. Yeah, you don't you don't hear about fucking suits, fucking setting the world on fire. You know, no one. Well, not even, you no can one, go. You can yeah. think about the most important Netflix show. You, what is the most important, biggest any any program? Netflix Prime. 
uh, uh, Hulu. Give me an I original mean, content sort show. Of, sort of maybe Stranger Things. Like, that's well, about it. The first season of Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, there is no appointment viewing for any other programming. No, there, there isn't. Yeah. And, and, and they turned appointment – they made an appointment viewing show out of the Scarlet Witch and Division. Yeah. Again, you know, again, you know, a tree and a raccoon, for God's sake. So now, Ed, I don't know how I, – I, I, I don't know how they do it. I, I, unless it is just one of those sort of self-fulfilling prophecy things. It's like, it's important because we say it's important. Um, well, that, MC, might be, that might be part MC of it. Has become, has become intricate and integral uh, yeah. to everyday life. But speaking of, watch this translation. Speaking of people tuning out to Ooh. shows after the uh, run has ended or canceling their accounts, we've come to a crossroads in our country where things are being... Uh, canceled or are people yeah. just becoming accountable for their actions? If you ask one political group, not even a political group anymore because now uh, soon to be former Governor Cuomo is saying he is a victim of cancel culture. Al Franken was a victim of culture. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just chickens coming home to roost. Like, if you don't want to be canceled, yeah. don't do horrid shit. There was a recent uh, yeah. internal discussion amongst the uh, nerd, nerd, uh, uh, Wrestling Nerd Radio Network staff in which I <clears throat> politely declined to participate because Rick thought back to a number of early life Rick choices that have really yeah. not, uh, we'll say, aged well for him. Uh, and uh, how... <laughs> they aged like milk, not like wine. Mm, a lot of bad choices in the 20s, man. A lot of... A lot of not <laughs> smart thinking there. Mm. A lot of living in the moment, not thinking about reality. But I don't. If if all that stuff came out about the things that I did, first of all, I'd never deny it because yeah, I did a lot of really terrible shit when I was in my twenties, uh, early twenties. Yeah. that because I thought I was controller of the world. But it would also be because yeah, I did those things and I deserve to be held accountable for them. Mm -hmm. It's not not my favorite yeah. time in my life. Yeah, but that's the big difference is that you actually go like, fuck, yeah, I did that, and I'm not proud of it, and no. it was bad, and and uh, you should be mad at what I did, and I agree with you. I'm mad at what I did, and so should you be. Um, I, I, but yeah, it. Now, so now, I am, hang on, before you get before yeah, yeah, you yeah. get sputtering, here's here's where we're at. I agree. Yeah, I know. I agree that cancel culture can be nefarious but i also believe that people should be held accountable the greatest yeah. example that i can give you of somebody getting canceled for no goddamn reason well for a less than horrible reason i suppose is jack gallagher who mm -hmm. had a bad day was drinking way too much did a very bad thing announced mm -hmm. to the world i did this very bad thing apologized to the person that he hurt asked for forgiveness, was still told to get fucked. Yeah. And then all of his coworkers did something, not all of them, but yeah. a, a, a significant amount of his coworkers did significantly worse. And verifiably significantly worse. Verifiably, yes. Yeah. And, and, and on top of the fact that only Jack Gallagher acknowledged, you know, came clean 
And, you know, again, we've talked about this on the show before. His, his, the biggest, his biggest crime was that he admitted it, is that he right. came clean. He came he and, asked, yeah, and again, he, we, neither of us are condoning the fact that he, you know, got too handsy with some, you know, he was drunk and got too handsy with some chick at a party. That is, that is not okay. It doesn't even We're not dis- disregarding any sort of personal relationships we have. If you, okay. if you like, get it, to anyone's personal space and they did not ask you to be in their personal space, I, and you've been drinking, I don't care if it's a man, a woman, or anyone else, you are in the wrong. And he yeah. admitted that. And he still was told to get fucked. So, like, I do think that yeah. there is this weird line in the sand where there yeah. are people out there who are just looking to cancel you because then they get likes and retweets. Mm-hmm. But there is yeah. very they get much, clout. Yeah, yeah. There is also very much a reality that people need to be held accountable for their horse shit. The problem is, is that when you yeah, try to I, get... And... Yeah. You know, and, and, but it's not cancel culture. It's not, you know, toxic cancel culture to, you know, make it more, put an extra hoop in there that my kids have to jump through to watch Peter Pan, which has really, 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 really bad depictions of Native American people. That's and, true. <clears throat> good point. Or, or you know, or 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 a privately owned company making decisions on their own to choose to not publish a book which has a very bad depiction of an Asian person in it because it was, uh, it, you know, it, and it, it and it, that, so what do you do? What is it, like that? So I'm talking about Dr. Seuss, obviously. I know. I know. Right, what does is... the Dr. Seuss company do? Do they do they censor the path? Do they go in there and they do they physically photoshop the artwork and, and change the words if the words need to be changed or do they just go like guys we're we're not going to do this book anymore you know like this it, <clears throat> I, is it cancel culture to you know to, you know oh i used to say the n-word uh, not me personally but you know you in the grand scheme um even though my family's from north carolina but uh I, you know i used to say the n-word a lot but now I am choosing not to because I understand that that's bad. Is that cancel culture? Well, or is no, that but you're just also, you're going, also allowing I, yourself you're allowing yourself to be run ragged by a right wing echo uh, echo sphere that is demanding that you pay attention to their very obvious bullshit rather than focusing on the fact yeah. that they have no policy and they have no updates to their thoughts process. By buying into this fear and this anger and this annoyance, how dare you read, um, you know, Dr. Seuss on the House floor while we're voting on whether or not people can get money to live? You're buying. You're, yeah. you're allowing. You're allowing the culture war to continue. The only answer, believe it or not, Jesse Long, is to ignore right. it. You are raising. I, yeah, your that's kids. true. You are raising your kids to not say horrible things about people based upon their race, creed, religion, and things like that, right? Yeah. Yes, 100%. No, I'm not not raising little racist assholes. Right. So if some schmuck who needs, you know, 20,000 people in his gerrymandered district is going out of his way to make up a bullshit scenario so that the 20,000 people who vote for him can go, yeah, let's vote for him again. Your only response, your only response should be to look at that and go, this has nothing to do with me. I'm not going to allow this to dictate my everyday life. And 
I understand the outrage and I understand the annoyance and I understand the why, you know, why is there such uh, hypocrisy? You know, how can House Republicans call on Governor Cuomo to uh, resign from seven or eight or nine credible allegations of uh, sexual misconduct, but say literally nothing from the almost 30 credible allegations of sexual misconduct against former President Trump? two of which are still being litigated, one of which is an yeah. actual rape case. The, yeah. All of that is designed to get you to take your eye off the ball. And the ball in this case is the fact that as much as I didn't like voting for President Joe Milk Toast, the motherfucker's getting shit done. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, we, you and I are <laughs> this close to actually getting uh, a vaccination shot, and we are technically not yeah. part of the biggest issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have we have no reason, or not I say no reason, but like we are in no way eligible right now. Like we are, you know, neither of us have. And but yeah, it might not be too long before we actually are able to. And that's that's well, we know great. for a fact. We know for a fact that as of May first, we will be eligible for it. Maybe yeah. even before yeah. then. But guaranteed, five yeah. one, we're <laughs> all going to get shots in the arm if you're an adult. Unless Ron DeSantis just decides to, you know, that's not he can't. He, he, I so know, what what will happen? What what will happen in that case is that if you're uh, if you go to the FEMA site, the FEMA sites are run by the government, the federal government, yeah. not run by the state or local government. So you would just go to the FEMA site and get the shot, which is why the FEMA sites are working so well because you walk up to them, they tell you, "Here's your yeah. appointment." You say, "See you tomorrow." They put a shot in your arm. They tell you, "Have a good day." Um, yeah. I know this from literal experience, yeah. but. I get yeah, yeah, why you're so upset. Obviously, your wife has, has been. Right. I get why you're so upset. I understand it. Just remember that it is being done specifically to make you upset, only to change the topic. Only to change the topic from reality to non-reality. And that's why you're also mad. Why are we not yeah. focusing on the fact that everybody's getting a, a skimmy turner in the next two weeks? Why are we not focusing on the fact that by May, everyone should get a vaccine if they want one, which means that by June, we're pretty much going to be done here. Yeah, my kids will more than likely be able to go back to school proper next school. And that's great. Uh, Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, barring any sort of any other anything happening. It, but right now, Nikki and I are operating on, yeah, my kids are going back. That's great. My, uh, my daughter will get to start her first year of middle school <laughs> um, in, you know, physically in, in school. And that's, that's fantastic. Oh, Terry Funk just hit a stone cold. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's a different match. It's a different match, right? Yeah. It's not the same match. Yeah, okay, okay. But yes, I I want to I want to reiterate one last time, just for those listening at home, and for the reality of the situation, you are within your right to be incredibly infuriated by the hypocrisy and the whataboutism and all of that. That is one hundred percent understandable and agreeable. You just have to understand the reason why they're forcing that on you is so that you don't focus on the true reality. Yeah. The true reality is that everything's going pretty goddamn well right now, by and large. Not one hundred percent, just like fifty-three, fifty-four percent. But Rick, I mean, but Rick, but the liberals will—they're going to try to take away my barbecue. Come and well, you know, come and take I, it. 
Yes, literally, because we need it for uh, the, we got to put that metal into the big cauldron so that we can repurpose all that metal into a giant sickle and hammer, which we can then yes. hang up over the United yes. States. So that, I mean, we are, we're, that, that's important. That's what we're doing. But Rick, if they put the sickle and hammer up in Washington, where are we supposed to put our swastika? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'm Jewish. I guess oh. I'll just do it in my heart. Um, there you go. Yeah. Next Jesse space Long. Space, space laser. Jesse Long, <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. What's pissing you off? I, there, I, you know, I had a, you know, in the, in the two weeks that we do our show, I do, you know, anytime anything comes up, I go, like, oh, this will be a good, what's pissing me off? And I try to, you know, keep that in the chamber for, and, and usually I forget. You know, I had a couple of them. You know, I was going to, I was going to kvetch about the fact that I don't have enough time to watch wrestling, but that's not. I was going to kvetch about the fact the IRS is fucking up my tax returns and they haven't even, and by all accounts, it looks like they haven't even looked at them yet. And, you know, I should have had them by now. $32, baby. Yeah. And, you know, so we're, and my wife and I are hopefully, are worried that we are going to end up like the people from last year who still haven't even gotten theirs from last year. I'm being optimistic, but, you know, and and I could be mad at the woman at the IRS that blew Nikki off and didn't even take down her information when she talked to her yesterday. But what I'm mad about is, and I told you, and I, I, I spoiled it for you on Twitter, but I am... I am mad at Austin Aries. <laughs> I am mad that God is dead because Austin Aries gave it in COVID. <laughs> I am, I, I, it shouldn't, and I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm going against, I, I don't know. Uh, he's, he's dead. still alive. He survived COVID. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 maybe I'm going against what we just talked about, but okay. Uh, the, I, the, I, I found the thread on Twitter where uh, somebody posted something, you know, you know, I, God, I wish other wrestlers thought like this at TJP. Yeah, because there's at, a bunch of, there's at, a bunch of know, stores Jericho going around at, Mexico forcing people to put masks on, and it's fucking yeah, that, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that was wonderful. I love that. You know, I, I, there's been yeah, – that's, that's, it's wonderful, wholesome content that I'm here for. It's that kind of wholesome content in wrestling that I absolutely, it keeps me around in wrestling. Um, and, and so somebody was like, God, I wish other wrestlers thought this way at, uh, yeah, TJP, at Chris Jericho, at uh, yeah. PJ Black. Yeah, all the anti-maxers, all the anti-maxers. Yes. Yeah. So, so then, and then it turned into, then some neckbeard fucking, you know, started, you know, like, blah, 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 blah. And then, then... PJ Black, Justin Gabriel, whatever the fuck, Dare Wolf, whatever his fucking stupid ass the name is. Uh, the Dare Wolf, whatever. Um, uh, he chimes in with, you know, some stupid backwards idiotic shit about, you know, not being controlled by blah, 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 blah. That's and right. Then, I, and, and, I won't be controlled. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And then Austin Aries chimes in with, yeah, hell yeah, brother, we're not going to be controlled, blah, blah, blah. And then the original poster, you know, like, it has a rebuttal. And then basically Austin Aries starts turning it into this fucking idiotic bullshit about the how big pharma is controlling medical schools. That's right. And, you know, well, yeah. Probably, and, 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 but, yeah, and, and, you know, like how all this is just a blah, blah, blah. Big, big conspiracy. Tinfoil, tinfoil, tinfoil. Rah, rah, rah. I can't take my, you won't take my freedom away. You know, blah, blah. Okay. And, and that Could shit just pissed. Pissed. What? Nothing, nothing. Go ahead. It pissed you off. Okay. It just, it just pissed. Maybe it shouldn't have. 
maybe I should have just ignored it, but God damn it. It, it. What pissed me off about it is you are in a position and maybe it's at large of other, some other celebrities who are similar to this, but you are in a position where you do have people who look up to you um, for whatever reason. I don't know who the hell looks up to Austin Aries, but I'm sure somebody does. Um, you know, you have people who look, who look to you as like, you're, you're a pro wrestler. You have people who view you as you're a hero and, and, and it pisses me off that there are, that there are idiots like this in that level of visibility. Jesse Long, you're not mad that assholes are assholes. You're mad that Twitter exists and allows these assholes to speak and ruin your perception that not all wrestlers are not morons. Well, yeah, I mean, I know that I'm not expect- I'm not saying everybody's a road scholar, but you know, it. No, no, I'm no. Not expecting a multiple that you have to face that reality. That's that, that is more accurate. Yes, like, can't you just shut up? Can't you just allow me to just view your athleticism and say, "God damn, Darewolf, that's fucking yeah. cool." Can't yeah, you just, I mean, I will say that. Just, yeah. It, why are you making it so difficult for me to just enjoy my mindless entertainment? Yeah. Um, Jim Starenko, famous creator, creator of some of the uh, most biggest uh, comic bookeries. Turns out he's a China virus guy. Ugh. So comic book Twitter had to sort of sit there on Friday and go, ah, fuck it, yep, he's gone, that burnt. Yeah. You know, he gets to yeah. go hang out with comic skaters and uh, uh, yeah. uh, that's it. We're done with him. See, also, every time Chris Jericho opens his mouth on Twitter, and, which, and that one probably, that one might also, that one might be the one that hurts the most because Chris, I, you know, other than, otherwise, outside of his politics, I generally love Chris Jericho and well, I, yeah, you know, and it's, 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 it all comes down to separating the artist from the art. And more importantly, it's frustrating because you don't want to have to be faced with that reality. It used to be the case where you found out somebody was a crazy person many, 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 many years after you had done uh, being in love with yeah. them. Also, uh, Crispin Hua. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of things that make you go, come on, man. I didn't know Joe Graves was a yeah. purple belt DJJ. That's cool. Anyway, there we go. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot, and it's frustrating, and I get it. And I understand yeah. why. So what's pissing you off? So what's pissing me off is I had to go against Kantian ethics yesterday, which I hate Emmanuel Kant, and I hate Kantian ethics, but he's not wrong. Here's the basis of Kantian ethics for those of you playing at home. I'll supersize this down all the way to nothing. Don't treat people, humans, as a means to an end. Treat them as they're human. Don't, in other words, people are not things. You cannot just treat them yeah. as such. But because of the world we live in and because of the country I live in and because of the state I live in and because of the county I live in, if I <laughs> want a vaccination, I basically have to accost people into giving one to me until such time as I'm allowed to get it. Again, May 1st being the countdown. Yeah, I was at Publix yesterday and I was refilling my heart medication prescription. Heart. Heart. Don't do it too and hard, you'll, you'll, you'll offset it. While I'm there, which I'm, and I don't have a, I saw my general practitioner this week as well, and he said there's nothing 
that they can do to give me a piece of paper, which I've read the piece of paper. You don't actually put the condition down of whatever it is they're suffering from. You just sign the fucking thing. It doesn't matter what you what the condition is. Anyway, so yeah, unfortunately, you know, you're, you're just you're you're in too good a shape for us to be able to give you a uh, a COVID shot uh, or to sign the paperwork for it. And I'm like, mm. no, I get it, I get it. I, I'm very unlikely to die if I get it. That's don't forget. If you're not getting yeah. a vaccine, they're basically saying, well, there's a really good chance if you get COVID, you won't drop dead. Yeah. That's all. It, 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 could, it could fuck up yeah. your lungs for the rest of your life. It can leave you with a really bad heart murmur. Yeah. We, don't know, we, don't, we uh. don't know the long-term effects of this disease because it's only existed yeah. for roughly a year and a half. So when they tell you you're yeah. too healthy to have a vaccine right now, what they're saying is, Good chance you won't die. Yeah. That's all they're saying. Though. I actually looked up the math. Yeah. It's like one in 1,500 people from 30 to 39 die from mm. COVID vaccine. Very small number. Uh, yeah. But still one, which means. Yeah. And you don't want to be that one. I don't want to be number 1499, you know? Um, yeah. Anyway. So why is this all pissing me off? Because I went to Publix and I'm getting my heart medication and there's a very nice pharmacist young lady and i'm looking around and i'm seeing one schmuck in the covid section sitting there getting his observation time and i look at her and i check my watch and it's almost six o'clock and i say hey i gotta ask because i'm here do you guys have any extra vaccines and she just sort of shrugs and says no you know those are all accounted for for today and i said what time do i need to come back to find out if you have any extra and they said well typically everyone comes and gets theirs and i and it was at that point that i just let it go because I yeah. felt I felt like shit for asking her to begin with. And then yeah. I wanted to rail and rail and rail and just say, just put something in my fucking arm and tell me it's a vaccine if that's what you got to do. But yeah. give me some sugar water, was. please. Yeah. There I was forcing this person to as a means to an end. And yeah. as much as I hate Kantian ethics, it's true. That's how I was treating this person. And it was it's not right. And it pissed me off that I had to do it. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. What did you learn then? Well, I learned something entirely different this week. What I learned is we are treating Zack Snyder's Justice League as though it is a brand new movie, including a red carpet premiere that is being hosted by Uh, nerd illuminaries such as Kevin Smith. I have have news for everyone. I don't care how much more movie is being added to this three-hour movie. It is not going yeah. to ultimately change the movie. It's just adding new shit. Yeah, anyone it's just the director's cut. It, anyone who thinks that the movie is going to be completely different, I urge you to go watch the extended cut of Lord of the Rings. I love the yeah. extended cut of Lord of the Rings. I think every one of them is fabulous. However... In the end, they still throw the ring in the fires of Mount Doom. That's what happened. I, I feel like the uh, the the DC EU hyper fanboys that are that are you know chomping at the bit for the Snyder Cut and have been for so long are going to find themselves having a Ralph Boner moment, and it and it's going to be sad for them. And nope. no, I, I, I no, you don't think so. They'll love absolutely. They'll, they'll call this better than Citizen Kane because you gave them what they wanted. <laughs> and that's going to be the big 
they're going to push for it to win like an Academy Award. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, they, I can't, I can't are, wait for that. They are more in love with the fact that they won than they are with whatever the content oh, is. God. And the fact that the mm. fact that they didn't think that doing a commercial for the movie with the Joker going, we live in a society. Yeah. Do you not pay attention to the internet or are you just leaning into the memes? I don't know. But the yeah. fact that we're treating a premiere of a director's cut on a <laughs> on a streaming service, similarly to how we treat red carpet premieres of brand new movies <laughs> blockbusters. <laughs> I have oh, and I learned yeah. that that's what was happening this week. I oh I did not know that, that the Snyder Cut was getting the that le- I mean obviously I knew it was getting a big fucking it was a big fucking hoop to do about it but I didn't realize they're doing a red carpet premiere and that's just fucking disgusting that's so stupid like Jesus I don't Christ. I don't think it's disgusting I just think it's really unnecessary Jesse what did you learn yeah. this week Speaking of disgusting I I, I feel I, I this is this is what I learned and it's stuck in my head for the past like week I learned. Um, uh, so it's been pretty dead at my store recently. I, well, not last couple of days, notwithstanding, um, you know, it, and it's, you know, it's, it's so, it's been so dead that, you know, to my, my two coworkers, they only come in on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because honestly, the store's not making that much money. Um, because you know, who the fuck's buying custom t-shirts right now. Um, and so it's just me and my boss on, on, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And he's really only there just to sort of back me up, just so it's not just me running the whole fucking store by myself. Um, and I appreciate that. But when it's... It, so it's just me, and my other two coworkers are female, so he makes a point to tend to, um, you know, behave when they're around. I... But they weren't on last Thursday. And I had to learn about the uh what i learned was about the um the the sexual proclivities of older cougars and how to meet rich old cougars and 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 what their sexual appetites are like and i had to learn that and i didn't want to learn it i didn't want to learn it rick i really didn't <laughs> Continue. Continue, please. If I, you know, I have a box cutter. I have a box cutter on my desk. His name is Mr. Stabby. And Mr. Stabby was looking really, oh, no, I guess what I really learned is that try as I might, I can't astral project away from somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Where you just try, you're trying like, oh, God. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm just sitting there like, you know, he, I, I'm finding out about, you know, all these things. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't align my chakra just right. So it's like in my head, I'm just sitting there like, I would rather be anywhere else in my, uh, you know, I, I, I'm willing myself to be anywhere, you know, and I told, and I told that to Nikki and she's like, well, if you had been anywhere else at that point, you probably would have been you know, wiping a child's ass. And I'd be like, that's fucking great. Give it to me. I will be, I will take it. I will be anywhere. And, and, and it, it didn't work, Rick. And I had to learn. I had to hear a lot about it. And it was about an hour. And I had a customer that came in. And I've never been so happy to see a customer in my life. <laughs> I was just, were it not COVID, I would have kissed them on the mouth and said, thank you. It's good. I, yeah. I still find it bizarre that 
after all of these, we'll say stories, uh, you're still yeah. very much in favor of this being your long-term solution to employment. Uh, at any rate, yeah. uh, long, uh, I, I, now it is the time for you to get your shit in. Uh, I will get my shit in. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Team Hampus, T-E-A-M-H-A-M-M-A-F-I-S-T. You can find Rick at The Reed Pile, The Reed, R-E-A-D, Pile. Uh, you can find the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network at the WNRN. You can find the internet title at internet title. Um, you are watching us on Facebook, Facebook. Uh, nope, nope, not on the, we're not on the Team Hampus channel. You can't, but you can find us on the uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash thfist, and you can find Wrestling Nerds Radio Network on the Facebook. You can find all, find the IndieCast on there. Uh, I, the big shit I'm going to get in is I'm, uh, is after I get off, after I hang up with you, that's the big shit I'm going to get. No, the, the real, uh, the, the, the one I really want to get over is Zach has the gimmick guide seminar tomorrow on Facebook live. Uh, I, I, I cannot recommend just lit, just listening to Zach. He is a, 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 just a wellspring of knowledge. And, uh, and I, I, you know, I've listened to one of the finest Chad sort of pro wrestling. No, he truly is. And, you know, he is, he's one of those sort of, you know, backbone unsung heroes in Florida wrestling. And, and, you know, if you're, if you're a, if you're just a fan of wrestling, even if you don't have anything to gain, if you're not a worker or, you know, in the business, even if you just want to sit and listen, just sit under a learning tree and just listen to somebody who's got, who's done everything save for have a match, um, you know, it, 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 I would absolutely recommend listening. It's on the Fully Gimmick Facebook page tomorrow at 2.05 live. Um, and, yeah, I 100% can't recommend that enough. Um, Rick, you got any other shit to get in? Oh, three two one seventy six works, but then, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's about it. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, make sure you check out all of the fun stuff in the Wrestling Nerd Radio Network. You can check out uh, the Satitude Era. Uh, yes. You can check out uh, the Repile Live, which is Sunday mornings uh, on the Twitterverse. Uh, and, of course, the IndieCast. Uh, you can listen to all of that and more by simply going and giving me $500 directly. And I will uh, come to your house and I will show you how to use your computer. Uh, so, yes, for the- I, that, that, that's that's the that's that's our new service. That's yeah, okay. that's the new service. That I came up with that. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. For the American Dadass Jesse Long, I am the Sussman Rick Sussman, reminding you all again, check out Combat Night here in Orlando, Florida's uh, tonight, March the 13th. Uh, see lots of my friends uh, making fisticuffs and uh, knocking people out cold. Jesse, it sounds like somebody's being murdered in your house, so I think it's. Yeah, speaking of fisticuffs, it's probably, it's pro- you know, I have a little sign on the, the, my garage door. It says podcast time, 7 30 to 8 30, with some like little ground rules, you know, just like, you know, you know, don't come in the garage. Uh, don't be too loud and don't drive mom crazy. Okay, thanks, love you, bye, or whatever the hell I put on there. Um, and, you know, uh, all of my kids know how to read at a, at a certain, some better than others. I think I'm going to have to go um, reteach them how to read. Well, enjoy that, Jesse. I am going to uh, hang out with my cats. Remember, you don't hey. have to have kids, everyone. <laughs> Bye, everybody.